you know, a lot of people, they go to college for one thing and that's the only thing that they're good at because it's this studied. Yeah. And then once people realize that they don't want to do that job anymore, they're yeah. like, how else can I make money? Yeah. And there just aren't a lot of truthful ways that you can make money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there are a bunch of things out there. Right. But there aren't a lot of things like like real estate. You can make money. Content creation. You can make money. Yeah. There are so many business businesses out there that are very daunting because a lot of times you might meet success stories and like people that are crushing it and it makes it feel like you can't. So the fact that there is more free content and even monetized content out there really is an opportunity for someone to kind of apply life skills as an adult to learning. And I think that you can unlock so much more in adulthood, like learning a skill like that. When I feel like now, like this is the first conference that I brought my daughter to. It's a Mm -hmm. real estate conference. She's 16 years old. This summer, she's going to have a choice of if she wants to go to college or enroll in a program or do something on her own. And I want to expose her to as much in the world as there is. And there's, you know, we always put an emphasis or we're always taught like college is a way to gain, you know, that higher level experience and also get a higher pay. But that's not necessarily true. This world has been, you know, changed and there's so many different ways to monetize or make money Mm -hmm. or have a career in something that doesn't need an education that it's important for us to expose you know, our loved ones to these other types of investments. And for her, like, I'm not in no way forcing her because I said, hey, do you want to go to college or you want to, you know, go to a program? But you got to be a productive member of society. You're not just going to kick back and relax, even though Mm -hmm. I have built wealth for our family. It's more so like, hey, what do you want to do? What are you passionate about? And exposing her to these different options. That is Will you help her? Like if she was like, hey, mom, um, give me a loan to flip a house. I really want to do this. Would you okay, like- I would be like, okay, um, I'm going to take 20% um, interest <laughs> and uh, I will definitely Dang. help walk you through the steps or mm. I would tell you, hey, this is A to Z, but yeah. I want her to have some sort of skin in the game or some kind of, you know, um, something at risk so that she knows like, oh yeah, my mom's this just not going to catch me if I fall. It's yeah. more yeah. so like, you still got to put in the work, you still got to make an effort, you still got to earn your place in this new world that you're exploring in. Okay. Okay. Are you anti-college? Um, like if one of your kids says, I want to go to college, but I don't know for what. I would say you can, I'm not going to pay for it. Okay. So if you want to go to, <laughs> yeah. so okay. I paid for my own well, college. Right. Punch into this a little bit. That's yeah. Fine. So I'm going to be like, Hey, you want to go to college and do whatever? Uh, you're going to have to work and pay for your classes. I don't think you should get a loan. I think you should pay for it. And okay. Go adventure. But I want to ask you guys something. Do you think by the time, how old are your kids? One and a half and three. Okay. So this is kind of for us because your kids are grown. (laughs) Do you think by the time your kids are 16 to 18, that school, college will still be a thing? Yeah, totally. You think so? I mean, yeah, it's, uh oh, I haven't really ever thought about this, but yeah, I would say so. What about with like AI and like everything that's coming out? Like, well, someone still has to be the puppet master over the computers. But think about this. So how smart AI is right now mm-hmm. in 50, yeah, it'll be exponential, exponentially yeah. smarter. Mm-hmm. Do you think humans are still going to need to know like geometry and all these different things? Geometry, geometry, plumbing, electrician, by that well, time, yeah, someone still has to do, I mean, unless we have robots that do the electricity <clears throat> and the plumbing, but 
someone still has to do it. And I don't think it's as efficient to have a computer screen that you look at while you're doing it. I think you still have there. I think tradesmen will have their jobs made easier, but I think they will always exist. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll still exist, but I just don't know if like, I honestly don't know if college will still be a thing. I think it'll be a like general college. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're going to go learn algebra, history, all these random things, music appreciation, like all these random things that don't really relate to real life. I don't think that's still going to be around in 15 years. Okay. Interesting. So, um, regardless, if you're, if your kid comes to you and says, Hey, there's some things you have to go to college for, right? Like being a doctor. Okay. Okay. Let's say this. Yeah. AI figures out a cure to cancer Sure. and says, Hey, this is the cure to cancer. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Why do people need to go to college to learn all these things if AI has the answer? Because I think it's like a fail safe in case AI is unable to really make that final connection. But AI would know more than a human in 15 years. Well, I mean, I think if you're if if the argument that you're making is that eventually AI is going to overtake jobs. And so we have to have alternative means of, I guess, education. And by the same argument, again, I'm extrapolating here based on what you said, but the same argument could be said that right now you can create content with an AI that looks like a real person. Yeah. So 16 years from now or however long you're talking about, AI will be so good that there will be better content creators than us. And thus they would be the ones monetizing their own platforms. Yeah. And all of humanity is is kind of obsolete in that capacity from like a trade standpoint. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you so think that's, that's possible? Yeah, I think there will be fail safes in place to for people to kind of make sure that they're not completely written out. Yeah. yeah. Does it scare you the whole AI movement? No. No. No, I think um it's uh, scary if you it the people that should be scared are the people that it will affect more, meaning like people right now that aren't scared about it, don't care about it, will never care about it, those will be the people that are affected. Yeah. But there are entrepreneurs like us that will master it. Yeah. And that will like understand how to use it to make ourselves wealthier and build businesses that way. So I heard about AI earlier this year. For the first time ever? For the first time ever, yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I never heard of it. Did okay. get from The Sixth Sense? No. Nope. Like 20 years old? Haley Joel Osmond? He had a he had a movie called AI? Yeah. No. The little robot boy? No. Never slept. He just laid in bed still? No. But listen. Okay. So I heard about AI. First heard about it. I was like, this is crap. But it then was. I was like, all right, let me let me put my ego away. Let me be open-minded because I thought the same about TikTok. I, I thought the same about Instagram when it mm-hmm. came out. I thought that about Airbnb when I first heard about Airbnb. Like, this is crap. This is a scam. Let me mm-hmm. just whatever. So... I opened my mind to it right now. We hired an AI that is going to help our sales team through the process, right? Through the sales process. Are they 1099 or W2? Uh, Hold on. Let me tell you this. So our average salesperson makes, let's say $5,000 a month base. Okay. Right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Right. Yeah, Yeah. And they can call about 100 people a day. That's the average amount of calls our sales team can make. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like the whole team or one person? One person. Wow. Yeah. One person. We have about 15 people. But it's not connecting those calls. It's more so like Mojo Dialer where it dials. Mojo Dialer 
or text. Yeah. Like it's about a hundred reach outs a day. Let's say okay. the hardest guy, 150, if he comes in at seven and leaves at eight, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> we just brought on an AI system. Cost three thousand dollars a month, can communicate with as many people as we possibly want it to communicate with. And it could it could potentially reach out to our entire database of 70,000 people and book appointments. And it'll know, let's say I am one of the sales reps. It'll say, hey, Rob, when do you want to meet? Five. Okay. It looks like Brian is busy at five. Do you think you could do seven? Yes. Okay. Well, let me ask you a few questions before you get on a call. And it could go through everything that we wanted to go through without a human. Mm-hmm. And I thought before that, hey, you know what, like AI, it's not going to be able to do this. You know, it's not going to be able to do that. But for the price of less than one of our salespeople, it could do exponentially more work than our entire sales team combined in one day. It could reach out to 70,000 people in one day at one time at the same time and have all these conversations where my human salesperson can only reach out to 100 people a day. Yeah, and then if that one person, like if one person out of the 100 basically answers that call from your sales rep and they talk for an hour, that takes up yeah. an hour of their time. Yep. So that, that's way less time that they can spend yep. now, right? Yeah. Whereas the AI can multitask and do yes. everything. So let me ask you this. Have you actually, does the AI itself make a sale? It could potentially it's going to depend on the script that we give it to yeah. right now it's just going to set so that means okay, it's cool. going to like book the appointment yeah. qualify the person make sure people show up make sure people show up and it could follow up before the appointment it could follow up after the appointment it could do all these other things that if i say hey rob you're my salesperson i want you to follow up with all the people that you haven't uh, been able to speak to or close or whatever you only have so much time in the day Right. So with my salespeople, they call 100 people and they speak to 20 people a day and mm-hmm. in an entire day, 20 people. This AI can reach out to 70,000 people. Potentially, there's no limit to how many people it could speak to at the same time. OK, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty that's pretty interesting. So leads me to believe that pretty quickly they will be able to close yes. based on the rate that we're going. The other interesting thing that I was thinking about while you said that, I'm going to stall a little bit because I forgot what that interesting thing was. <laughs> oh yes. The, the, I think probably the next evolution of that, I'm sure this is being worked on now is actually having an AI listen to the sales call as you're having it and transcribe it and create the follow-up that already happens. email that is specifically based on bullet points that they talk. They about. have that already. Yeah. They have yeah, AI so systems I use, that listen I, to your calls. I use uh, Firefly and Otter AI. So it listens to your calls, it summarizes it, and then you determine though, but another person has to make that initial follow-up. So wow. it but it listens to all the calls, it, it transcribes it and then creates summary points. So that's been a game changer for me, even at the I would say like beginner intermediary level to take over conversations because before I used to have a VA and, you know, we pay them between five to $8 an hour, which is considerably affordable. Yeah, that's not bad. But at the same time, this automation can do it and you pay like $20, $30 a month and they can join however many meetings you have. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And I but you of- create the follow up <clears throat> sequence because at the end of the day, you have to know whether to follow up or not. And that's one of the issues. So I can say with AI, it's not exactly perfect. Um, I use an AI system for LinkedIn. And when I book calls, they're booking calls with whoever and whatever comes in. And so essentially, it's not the ideal client. It's not the ideal, even though it's like an inbound lead. It still isn't somebody that is essential to my business, especially if I'm like raising money for something. They're not an accredited investor. And it's sometimes hard to read. Um, but not to say it's not a waste of time. It definitely helps to cut down on the hours that I have to pay somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand, you know, a lot of the questions that mm-hmm. come in or the VA. But the AI does. No, the AI. Oh, the AI. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They have to have like clear cut answers to yeah. things. Sure, sure. And, now. Yeah. But this is a this is a crazy thing. Even in the um in the Airbnb world. There is, there used to be kind of AI in the automated messaging and it was really mm. bad like a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was like yeah, cutting yeah. edge at the time. It was right. smart B&B yeah. and you could actually train it to answer. You could say, if someone asked you about weddings, do you, can I ho- hold a wedding here? You could basically write out 30 versions of that question yeah. and then 30 answers and then it would kind of create it. Right. Yeah. And so back then it was too new to be useful, but it was cool. It's like, all right, if I actually spent two hours writing this out. Yeah. I could have this one question answered, yeah. but I'd rather just answer it as I go. Yeah. But now there is a company called uh, guestguru.ai that actually responds on your behalf. It writes up a response to things that can't be automated. Mm-hmm. So if, if someone says, hey, where's the nearest bar? Mm-hmm. It will basically look up every, all the nearest bars and it'll write up a response. It'll say, hey, Brian, these are the top three bars in your area. It's only 1.2 miles away. It'll text you the the response. Mm-hmm. You approve it. Say, yes, I approve this. And then mm-hmm. it sends it to the guest. Yeah. So you don't have to actually sit there and do the research. Yeah. You can just do that. And that's for statistical and research type stuff. That's also for like if a guest is mad, if they're like, I'm mad about this. The, the uh, AI can say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Let me offer you this. And then you can approve that, too. Instead yeah. of you spending 10 minutes trying to craft like a very diplomatic answer. Yeah. So I think obviously in 16 years, hopefully it's obvious that the AI system will be able to completely, it might be able to do it now where it just completely answers without somebody oh, like sure. yeah, yeah. responding We're pretty at all. close to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. based on just a year ago <clears throat> where AI was and yeah. then how scary it is, because I was messing around with chat GPT last week. Have you uh-huh. ever seen the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I asked it to write, for like original synopsis for an episode mm-hmm. and it would, it did it. Like I was literally, I meant to just do it for like a minute just to be like, ha ha ha. And then it was really funny. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, generate another one, generate another one and another one. And I was, mm-hmm. I laid in my bed for two hours just writing like original episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm because yeah. it's good. Yeah. And I, I heard Alex Hermosi say something. He said that humans are bad at predicting the future. And it goes back to that quote that I read to you earlier where I was like, if you would have told me this, I wouldn't have believed you. If you would have told me that, I wouldn't have believed you. So now I have the mindset that I don't know and things are probably going to be a lot different than I expect. And I just think that AI could potentially replace so many people that there could be a point where there's just not enough jobs for how many people there are. When I think that's where you have to make yourself irreplaceable. So coming up with ideas like it, I mean, it can do so much. And the fact like you type in chat GTP and you're like, hey, come up with this idea. But as far as implementation, 
putting your own personal, you know, spin on things. And especially when you're trying to connect like the human connection, because already people can feel whenever there's other people answering, seeing my messages or, Mm -hmm. you know, connecting with them via email, they can feel it. Like it's, well, it feels like this is some kind of automation. Yeah. So, you know, my thought, get rich before it happens. (laughs) That's true. For real. That's true. But the world's going to be so different that it might not matter. But, you know, here's the deal. People also said that computers and current automation Mm -hmm. and the internet was going to make a lot of jobs obsolete, which it did. Yeah. But a lot more jobs have been created to kind of of own that that industry. So I also think that while AI is eliminating a lot of jobs, I Mm -hmm. think there will be more jobs. I don't know at the same rate as it is now, but I do think a lot of jobs will exist Mm -hmm. that are in that AI space. I think so, too. But I I really, really believe like I went to a burger place right up the street from here on Hollywood Boulevard and there was no cashier there. You walk in and there was a machine and I was I was getting frustrated with the machine. I was like, I don't want I'm not going to do this. I'm going to talk to someone. And I went and stood at where the cashier would be. And there was no one there. There was people working in the kitchen. I was like, ah. So I went back to the machine and had to finish figuring out how to order because there was no cashier there. I have a hot take on this. Okay. All right. Tell me, tell me. Okay. First, let me caveat. Let me contextualize. I'm a good tipper. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Minimum. If you wait on me. Oh boy. You get 20%. No matter what. If Mm. you're awful and you like slap me physically, you'll get like. 18%. 18%. Yeah. 18%. <laughs> but really, like, I don't, it's always 20%. All right. So, but, but there is this pizza place by my, by my house. Okay. Exactly like you described it. Yeah. You walk in, there are three computers. Mm-hmm. Nobody serves you. You order your pizza. And then by the end of it, after you've paid it, it says 18%, 20%, 22%. That's so stupid. And I'm like, that's so stupid. I'm like, look, you've gone through the process of cutting out customer service yeah. to automate this. Yeah. Am I tipping the AI? No. You know what I mean? And obviously it goes to the back, I'm sure. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, they're doing it to cut costs, but they're, what they're really doing is they're cutting the cost of the labor. Yeah. They're also paying the people in the back less. Exactly. So that they depend on the tips. That's kind of like the part that I don't really like about yeah. like well, the and digital the thing, age. The thing that I want to emphasize is that if you stick out in your customer service, the way that you run your business and maybe the quality of food that you have, people will want to choose you over something that might be automated yeah. or might be maybe easier or faster. They want the quality. They yeah. want the human connection. They want that sort of thing. So I feel like there will still be a need for those types of businesses, especially the older that we get. Like we cherish those moments. Of course, these like teenagers that are on TikTok and only have like five seconds yeah. of, you know, attention, attention. span. Yeah. They'll, they'll want the easy and quick way. But as far as people that are growing up and maybe even when those kids get older, they will appreciate those, you know, the more time and the more humanness that's mm-hmm. in yeah. these the human companies. Touch. Yes. Well, I think the human touch is less appreciated as the generations mm-hmm. 100%. continue. We yeah. care about it. But, you know, the, the do gen, we gen Z or do we want speed? <laughs> I think I still want a human. Sometimes I want speed. Sometimes. Yeah. I guess it depends. Like, uh, I think it depends. But, you know, the the AI thing is kind of getting crazy because uh, also last week as I was writing these comedic episodes, I was just curious. Mm -hmm. And I said, will you write 
a, a two pager on how to start an Airbnb business. Mm-hmm. And it can actually get so, uh, like into it. You can say in the, in the tone of raw built, which is kind of cool. Um, now that part is not quite perfect, but it is. Sometimes I read it. I'm like, I could say that, you know, it could, but it, it could get better too. It, if you give it, it will. your scripts, one of my yeah. students said, Hey, I told chat GBT to write my Airbnb listing in the, in the tone of Rob built. And here's what it said. And it's like, Hey guys, Rob here, blah, blah, blah. Check out my stuff. Don't forget. And it was like kind of funny. Right. Yeah. But I asked it to write like a, a lead magnet for me basically. Mm-hmm. And it was good. 